Hey guys, how are you? Welcome into a Wednesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. We're here on bettingpros.com or every get your audio podcast, YouTube for the video, and the offer from BetMGM. Still the same $10 offer. You place a $10 bet, you win $150 automatically on any event. Use the promo code JUICE150 when you sign up on the BetMGM app or betmgm.com to qualify. $10 bet, $150 into your account. Okay, so yesterday, the COVID nightmare continues. So the over for the holiday bowl gets called off. So that bet gets refunded. Stinks, but just kind of how where we are. We get Air Force right on the plus one. They win the game outright by three over NC State. The over came in of that game. So I'm glad I didn't bet the under because I was leaning under on that. I just bet Air Force to win. That was good. We get uh, the Cavaliers were up by, I think, 23 points at one point over the Pelicans. And they blew the game. They lost the game outright, did not cover. So if you just bet the the podcast plays, it was a one and oh day for you. If you bet the play I put on Discord, it was a one in one day. So officially we go one in one down the juice. Not the big of a deal. Betting the NBA is just impossible. I just I shouldn't have done it. I just I liked what I saw out of the Cavs and, you know, they had some late players scratched. Kind of some bad luck, but that's just kind of how where we are here. So Mosley played and I thought, okay, this is an opportunity to kind of jump in here. And uh, unfortunately, no. So that's a loss in the NBA, but a win in college football. So I'm gonna I got two college football bets for you guys going here today. Again, half a unit. That's all I'm betting on these college games because they're so wonky. Half a unit on each play here for us on a Wednesday before we get to Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday and Sunday and Monday, we get rolling here. I don't know what to do yet. I'm going to tell you right here, okay? This is where I am for the college football playoffs, okay? I like Cincinnati at plus three and a half, and I like the under for Georgia and uh, and Michigan, okay? They're both very public. I, I think I don't know. I'm pretty confident the public will be on Alabama, but I'm not positive that the public's going to be on Alabama, like laying 13 and a half, 14 points. I don't know, but that's, I'm not betting this yet. Okay. And I'm probably going to miss the best numbers. And I, and I totally get where you might be like, why not bet it now? Because I don't know about COVID. All right. This is insane. The way they're going to determine the national championship if every team gets COVID is which team has the fewest players with COVID. That's moronic, but that's how they're doing it. So I just can't get involved early. And here we are on a Wednesday. I just can't do it. I, I got to wait. And so I'm going to wait and we'll make the bets on the podcast coming up this weekend. But I just. I'm I'm annoyed because normally I would jump in if it if it gets back to 14. I don't think it will, but if it gets to 14, yeah, probably I will jump on it. I don't want to buy it up unless I absolutely have to. I would prefer Cincy plus 14, but I think Bama might be in trouble. I mean, have you seen the way the SEC is going right now? The SEC is not having a great bowl game or bowl season, and I know Alabama is at like unique category, but like Auburn didn't beat Houston. And Auburn beat Alabama. And I'm not doing that whole like who beat whom thing. It's just interesting because Alabama's offensive line has been so bad that Cincinnati is great at pressuring the quarterback. I think Bryce Young's going to have a rough day. And I, I think since he's I think the unders in play, I think the dogs in play here. And then with Georgia and Michigan, I just think both teams want to you know, run the football and play defense. And I don't think either team's going to score a whole heck of a lot. So. I like the under 
in that one, I think it's 44 and a half. I think that's where the, where the under is. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me see what the latest number is for, for that one. Um, if you want, I'm just giving you this now, if you want to jump in on, I'm not betting this officially. I'm just telling you because people have been asking like, where are you going to be on the playoffs? So, uh, it is, uh, uh, 13 and a half still for Cincinnati. And the total is 45. So yeah, so it was 44 and a half. It's sticking up a little bit, but, uh, but you know, I, I want 14, get 14 for Cincy and then get me, you know, under 45, 45 and a half, 46 in that range. You know, I'm good here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in uh, for the under on Georgia and Michigan. So those are my leans and my plays for now, but not official. So I'll make them official coming up, but just to give you an idea here on a Wednesday in case you're going out of town or in case you're going away for the New Year's holiday, whatever Friday, those games get going uh, for us here for the college football playoffs. And then we get to the national championship game kind of the week after, but on the 31st New Year's Eve, just to hang on heads up. That's where I'm at. Okay. So before I give you the picks, let me just say one quick thing. John Madden passing away unexpectedly at the age of 85 yesterday was, I think, a stunner for a lot of us who grew up with him and Pat Summerall. And I mean, when when those guys got together, when those guys were broadcasting, you knew it was a big game. And I had to go look it up. But Pat Summerall passed away in 2013, which was kind of stunning to me. Like, I... I felt like he passed away earlier or later than that. But I mean, Pat Summerall and John Madden were it when those two guys showed up, whether it be the turducken on Thanksgiving, which was the turkey chicken slash duck combination or just the big old turkey leg. The Telestrator was something that I grew up with knowing him. Boom. Right. Catchphrases. And then turning it into a franchise where I read a really cool anecdote about the beginning of EA Sports. And they went to him and said, hey, we have this game. It's going to be six or seven players, you know, seven on seven football. And he said, you're not using my name unless you have 11 players on either side. I am not doing this. And so the team for EA Sports took three more years to develop the technology to have an 11 on 11 game, not Tech Mobile, but a legit EA Sports 11 on 11 Madden NFL football and look what it is. I mean, look at what it's turned into. I mean, incredible, <laughs> just incredible for a guy who went into broadcasting because he was literally uh, scared to death to fly. He quit coaching at 42. He was hired as the youngest coach in NFL history at the time at 33 and he won a Super Bowl. He still has the best winning percentage to start a career for for anybody who coached 100 games in the NFL, and he didn't want to travel. So he went to broadcasting and he took a bus to every game, never flew, was always on the ground. And that's what led to a 30 year broadcasting career and just an unbelievable. I never met him. And I, it's, it's, I'm sad that I never met him because people that I know who have met him said he was nothing but a great dude and a fun guy to be around. He is, was, and will be football for me. Rest in peace, John Madden. It's a huge loss for all of us. Okay, now let's get to a couple bowl games. Let's start uh, first with the Cheez-It Bowl. Clemson, Iowa State. Anybody think that Clemson and Iowa State would be playing in this bowl game? I don't think Clemson, to start the year, would be playing in Orlando, Florida. Clemson in Orlando, Florida. 
against Iowa State. Let's talk about the total in this game. 44 and a half. It's been ticking up a little bit. The number is ticking towards Clemson. Uh, well, sorry, sorry. It was first ticking towards Clemson. It's since come back down, down towards Iowa State. On the year, Clemson is five and seven to the over. Iowa State is six and six. Clemson has lost their or both coordinators are gone from Clemson. You've got DJ Ugalele. Ugal, well, don't ask me to say his name because I'm going to destroy it. But let me just say it as that way. Playing quarterback here. No Bryce Hall. He is not there. Star running back for Iowa State has opted out of this game. Matt Campbell's a really good coach. If you look at the games and the way the games have been going, Clemson has been playing much better offensively, much better. Florida State over, Louisville over, Connecticut over, Wake Forest over. And then they shut out South Carolina, 30 to nothing. Okay. Clemson's been playing much better down the stretch. I'm leaning Clemson here. Okay. But because of both coordinators being gone, because of the quarterback situation for Clemson, and because Iowa State's defense is really good, people sleep on this Iowa State defense. They're much better than people give them credit for, okay? They gave up just 21 points per game. Clemson, on average, still scores just 25 points, 24.8 points per game. It's not great. 4.5 yards rushing per game. Not great. Six yards passing. Not great. Iowa State's defense is good enough to shut down this team. Okay. And with the fact that they don't have their star running back and the fact that they're playing in a game against a Clemson team where on, you know, man to man athletes, Clemson will have the better athletes. I think Iowa State is going to try to play a grinded out type of style. I don't think they go up tempo by any means. And I just don't think Clemson scores. The total is 44 and a half here. I don't want to bet many unders in bowl games, but to bet under on Clemson, Iowa State, I just think there's a chance that Clemson's defense just puts the clamps down on Iowa State, and I'm not sure they score very much. So I think Iowa State knows that. Iowa State averages 34 points per game, but Clemson gives up 16 points per game. 4.3 yards per play is fifth best in the country. It's tough to score on these guys. In the red zone, Clemson gives up a score just 66% of the time. That's third best in the country, all right? Iowa State's second best in red zone scoring. This game is going to come down to red zone scoring. Iowa State scores on 95% of their trips to the red zone. Number two in the country. Clemson, number three in the country, 66% of the time. It's pretty, it's a pretty significant number there. Iowa State's defense, however, really good in the red zone. You score just 73% of the time in the red zone. Clemson scores just 77% of the time. It's 103rd in the country when it comes to red zone scoring. So Clemson's had all sorts of problems, turnovers and fumbles and missed field goals and everything else that's kind of gone into this. I just don't think this is an offensive game. I think both defenses have had time to prepare for these offenses, not having star players, not having coordinators be there for Clemson. I'm going under. How much does Clemson want to be in this game? Really, right? That's a huge question. Iowa State's going to be geeked. You know they're going to be fired up. But I think offensively, they're going to have a tough time against this Clemson defense. Under 44 and a half for a half a unit in the Cheez-It Bowl, Clemson and Iowa State. Okay, let's go to the nightcap. The Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, Texas, Oregon, up against Oklahoma. Probably should have bet this number when it was four. It's now six and a half. Okay, total is up to 60 and a half. Oregon this year against the spreads five and eight. 
Oklahoma five, six and one, but they've got big game. Bob, Bob Stoops coming in here. This is, I mean, motivation matters for games. Okay. Oregon has looked so bad in two of the last three games. Both of the losses against Utah were awful, awful, excuse me, awful. Lost by 31 and 28 to Utah. They beat Oregon State at home in between. Okay. They beat Washington. They beat Washington State. But Oregon, I don't know if Oregon wants to be in Texas. Okay. I'm not saying Oklahoma definitely does, but so many of these kids are from Texas. You have Bob Stoops coming in. Oregon's lost their head coach. They've got a quarterback, which I do not like. They have an offense that has not looked good at times this year against quality defenses. Oklahoma does not have a quality defense. We know that they gave up 27 points per game. I get it. If you want to say bet the over on this. But I don't think Oregon's defense is going to be able to stop Oklahoma's offense. And Oregon gives up 27 points per game. Oregon gives up, you know, 250 yards passing per game. They give up 128 yards rushing per game. Oklahoma can run the football like we know. I I know it's skill on skill. I know these teams are flashy, but I just don't know how motivated Oregon's going to be. You could say, well, maybe it's a revenge game. Maybe it's their chance to kind of like, you know, get that taste out of their mouth with Utah. But I mean, how many of these kids are going to be transferring? You lose your coach to Miami with Mario Cristobal leaving and Oklahoma having Bob Stoops back. It's a big deal to the fans and any kid that grows up in Texas or Oklahoma. They know who Bob Stoops is and they're getting coached for a couple of weeks by a legend. I'm going to go with Bob Stoops. I'm going to go with big game Bob here. I'm going to lay the six and a half. There's a worse number. This is is me betting into a worse number. So I don't like that. One play that you might want to do if you are inclined to tease college games. I'm not inclined, but I did think about this a lot is you go ahead and take the dog. I think it's, it's a coin flip between Iowa State and Clemson. I think it's going to be a lot of back and forth here. Iowa State at two and a half. You take them up to eight and a half. And then you take Oklahoma down to a half a point, Oklahoma minus a half a point in Iowa State plus six and a half. I don't hate that teaser. Okay, depending on where the number goes, depends how it goes. I don't like teasing games or college games. It's not very profitable normally, and it's not all that great to tease games involving bowl games. It's just an option if you want something extra on this game. That's a play I thought about making, but I'm just going to go with straight bets here. We're going to take or lay the six and a half with Oklahoma. Again, I would have rather four or four and a half. Those numbers were readily available for a couple of weeks, but I had to see how it all played out. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? I'm still going to I'm going to lay. I still like Oklahoma. I'm going to lay the six and a half points here. All right. So we're taking half a unit in the cheese it Bowl, Iowa State Clemson under 44 and a half. And I'm taking Oregon against Oklahoma. I'm laying the six and a half points with Oklahoma. Both those bets for a half a unit. I might have something else. For uh, for the other bowl game is Maryland and Vatech. So maybe I'll get involved with that, but probably not. I mean, my gut says take the points with Vatech on that one. But as of right now, I got nothing on it. I'm not betting hockey. I mean, I watched a bit of the Vegas Golden Knights game against the LA Kings. It was nothing, nothing. And then in one minute and 16 seconds, four goals got scored. At the time of taping, it's currently five to one Vegas. Uh, let's see if it's still now it's five to two Vegas here. Uh, Sharks, Coyotes, five and five to four right now. So like you want to bet overs? 
all right. I mean, not okay. Like, go ahead and bet overs on this. You know, pretty big. You know, you got Flyers Kraken total is six. You got Edmonton and St. Louis total of six and a half. Rangers Panthers over a six and a half. Predators Capitals over six. Like, this is just what the books are doing right now because after watching these games tonight, the restart after the COVID break for Christmas, no one's playing any defense. <laughs> like they're just wide open. You know, goaltenders are not sharp. Jonathan quick got pulled from this game tonight for the LA Kings. So not great. Just FYI, you want to go on that. I'm not touching the NBA. I'm just, I have, I have no, no desire. Uh, Warriors are coming back with four minutes to play. They're down by six to Denver. They were down big. I almost bet that game at halftime. Glad I didn't, but uh, maybe I should have because it looks like the Warriors are making a little bit of a charge here, but Clippers at the Celtics, Lakers at the Grizzlies. Uh, you got the Hawks at the Bulls again. Hawks just got spunk, got spanked by the Bulls, but I mean, it's, you know, Suns hosting the Thunder. You know, pretty big numbers, 15 and a half for the Suns against the Thunder, eight and a half for the Bulls against the Hawks, uh, six and a half for the Pistons against the Knicks or the Knicks laying six and a half at the at the Pistons. Uh, Lakers are catching four to the Grizzlies, which is kind of an interesting number there, but just uh, an odd day. Because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is going to be huge for football. So let's get to the weekend. Let's not go too crazy. Let's get into the Thursday night football and save our bankroll. Just two plays. Cheez-It Bowl under 44 and a half. Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma minus six and a half, both for a half a unit. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice Podcast. Always being brought to you by BetMGM.